Hey, Three Crosses family. My name is AJ Venegas. I am the director of life groups and discipleship here at Three Crosses. And my name is Danny Strange. I serve as senior pastor here at Three Crosses. And in this series, we're going to be answering the question, who are you? Pastor Danny, here we are in the introduction episode of this, what I hope is going to be an amazing series for us listening. We're going to have a conversation to kick us off, but what you're going to see is different uh, people on our staff have contributed to this question, who are you, answering it in different ways. Um, One of the themes that we're going to be drilling in this year is identity. And so as I was thinking about this question, who are you, when I answer that myself and I search deep within the recesses of my own soul... I tend to do one of two things. I tend to either bring out my negative qualities or I tend to exaggerate some of my you know, best tendencies. But I'm really operating on this vision of who I am internally. And so that brings up some things. But I'm also struck at the question because I think about my own life and I just can't help but think about all the times that that question has been taken away from me. So, so who is AJ Venegas? They, people in the community have said, oh, well, he's like that baseball player. He's that tall guy. He's the one that works at church now. And, um, you know, these, these are all true things about me, but then also like there's this tendency for the community to, you know, give subjective, uh, identifiers, you know, this person's nice. This person is a great, this person has a great time, whatever it is. Um, and I've been thinking about this because I just, I wonder about identity and like whose vision are we operating on and what if these identity markers are not true? And so I've been really wrestling and trying to figure out this identity thing. And I know it's important, but it's just really hard to grasp. And so my first question for you, Pastor Danny, is why identity? Why are we approaching identity? Uh, This has been the theme of 2023. And, you know, why spend a whole year on this? Yeah, you talked a little bit about the struggle that that a person can have and that you can have with these different markers of identity in your own life. And as we got together as a a team of people who teach the Bible here at the church, uh, we talked a little bit about, hey, what are the things that folks are struggling with within our community or need clarity around or confused about? Or what are areas that cause pain in lives or questions that folks have? And this concept of identity came up in almost every single category. I think you mentioned a lot of those and some, some aspects of our identity are very right small and insignificant, right? I'm tall. I have brown hair, whatever it is uh, that you might change your hair. It doesn't change who you are as a person, but other aspects of our identity are really integral to who we are, right? As a culture, we talk a lot about gender identity, sexual identity, and we wrestle with, well, what is gender? What is sex? Is it a social construct? Is it something that is immutable? Is it formed from the outside, from the inside? What does it mean? Right? We talk about roles for identity, right? I am the senior pastor of this church is how we started this podcast. Uh, and I know that's one of those things. Hey, that's just my job on one hand, but we all know folks who have lost their job, lost their vocation or had a season of unemployment and felt like, Hey, if I'm not a X, Y, Z, what even am I right They Have this connection with this part of our 
identity. I think of folks who long to be fathers or long to be mothers and are having a hard time experiencing motherhood through infertility or singleness or whatever the case may be. And it feels like, okay, this is something deep within me that I feel like I'm supposed to activate. But if I can't activate this part of my identity, will I ever be truly fulfilled? I think of people who uh, transition into a different stage of life. Their kids leave the house. They become empty nesters, and they've been used to being a father or used to being a mother for so long that it feels like I don't even know who I am anymore if I'm not caring for these children at home. And so to answer your question, in short, why does it matter? Uh, I think it matters because we're all created uh, to walk in some sort of identity, and yet we all walk in like a thousand different facets of big and small and medium pieces of identity that all form us in some way and give us, for better or for worse, a sense of satisfaction and purpose or distress in our lives. A lot of times uh, our perceived identity becomes intertwined with our self-worth and we can find ourselves uh, either feeling great because we're thriving in some aspect of our identity or perceived identity or we're feeling like we're at a pit of despair because something about our identity has been taken away, right? You're a baseball player, you get injured, who am I, right? Um, and so this idea of identity is something that I don't think we're usually conscious of, but I do think affects every day of our lives as we try to assess, am I valuable? Am I worthy? Who am I? What should I do on this planet? Uh, we started this concept this morning, right? This You got to open up this series on the image of God, talking about our identity there. I'd love for you to share a little bit as we kind of move into this next season through the podcast, through our teachings on Sunday mornings. What can we expect, AJ, as we, as we move into this next session of identity? Yeah, we had a vision where um, we would talk about identity all year and, you know, we have multiple people coming from all different types of life and circumstances. So, you know, somebody might show up in September and might be behind the ball in our conversations. And so we were thinking, like, can we create something that would last longer and be more engaging uh, for people that might jump in at different points throughout this 2023 year? And so we came up with this idea of 30 days talking about identity through the lens of the image of God. And, uh, you know, as I was talking about it on New Year's Day, um, I just realized that this is just like such a fuzzy topic for a lot of people. And, uh, you know, whether you're inside or outside of the church, you hear image of God and you just start. There's there's just something that's like deep within us that we're trying to get out. And so what I find fascinating is a lot of the times we tend to jump to our actions. Like how does our identity or how does our identity and the image of God lead to tangible actions that'll glorify God? And you know, we're a very action-driven society, but I think the Bible flips that on its head and says, really what I want to do is start with why you exist. And so I've been really inspired by um, there's this TED talk by a guy named Simon Sinek and I showed it to some of our life group leaders. And they loved it because it talks about how we start with the why. We start with purpose. We start with these deep questions about who we are. And I think that's what we're kind of tapping into um, when we talk about the image of God. And so over the first couple of episodes, we're going to be really chasing a definition. And if you're joining us, uh, I would challenge you to check out the January series too because in that series, we're going to be chasing definitional uh, things about the image of God. And hopefully that'll help us understand why we're here. Simon Sinek argues that once we understand why, it bleeds into how we do it. 
And so when we talk about how, you're going to see a lot of becoming like Christ language. And we'll, we'll get into more of that about how Christ is the true image of God. I mean, if you don't, if you leave with anything from this series, understand that Christ is the true image of God. And so we become like him. I think that's such, such a simple thing to grasp, but it's just so beautiful when we um, magnify it. And then finally, once we understand why we're here, how we do it, it leads into what we do. So for an example that Simon Sinek gives, he says, he, he mentions Apple. He says, as a company, their why is everything that they do, they want to challenge the status quo and think outside the box. You would think a computer company or a technology company would say like, oh, well, we exist because, you know, to make this chip or that computer system. And that would be the what. But Apple has been so successful because they've really driven into why. And I think there's something beautiful about that that's really convincing to buy their products. Then it proceeds to how. They say in Apple, we make our products simple with the sleek design and, and that are user friendly. So they really haven't said that they make computers yet. They just said, hey, we want to challenge the status quo with what we do. We want to make products that are simple, sleek, and user friendly. And I love the way Simon Sinek says it. He says, we just happen to make great computers. Want to buy one? And that's really their project. It's, it's starting with the why and convincing people that there's something deep within us that is motivating us to action. So I, I wrote a couple examples that you're going to hear. The why, I'm made in the image of God and I'm made with a body and soul. The how, we want to glorify God in the way we steward our souls and bodies by doing everything out of this selfless, Christ-like love. It just so happens that I'm a salesman. I'm a construction worker. I'm a stay-at-home mom. You know, you can fill in the blank with what, but this core identity transcends all of that. And I, I'm, I'm just so excited to unpack, and I hope that over the time that you're dealing with, uh, over the time that you're listening to this series, that you'll feel like you have a better grasp of the definition. You'll see how we're called to do what we're called to do. And then we're going to get really practical. Like with we've been given the status as image bearers of God. And so it, it, it calls us to, to respond in such a way to glorify God with what we do. And so we definitely know that this is, there's some touchy subjects in here that are, you know, maybe some things you might not like to hear uh, because identity is just so at the forefront of our cultural conversation. And so I want to ask this last question to you, Danny, um, thinking pastorally through this, um, I'm imagining someone wrestling with something that has to do with this identity struggle. Maybe they've, you know, lost that job. I remember when I was a baseball player and I got released that it was one of the biggest things. It was the biggest question. Who, who am I? Who am I without this thing? Or, you know, some, somebody might be struggling with something else and they're searching deep within their hearts and within their, within their being, trying to figure out who they are. And so, I'd love to ask you, what do you say pastorally to somebody in that situation? I love what you said about starting with why, because I think that actually helps this, this be framed uh, really well. Because I think, especially right now, right, it's New Year's, talking about New Year's resolutions. That is a classic start with what, right? What do I want to do this year? I want to be skinny. Okay, how am I going to do it? I'm going to diet. I'm going to go to the gym. Why? I don't know 
right? <laughs> uh, but identity is the same thing, right? You start with this what, like, okay, what? I'm left-handed, I'm this, I'm that, right? Name the aspect of your identity. Okay, how am I supposed to live? I guess I'm gonna live this way. Why? I don't know, what's the meaning of life, right? Existential crisis. But if you flip it on its head and say, okay, why were we created, right? We were created in the image of God. What does that mean about the why? then that can kind of filter down into the how we should live and then what do we do with all these aspects of what we experience here on planet Earth, including aspects that we discover within ourselves or receive from the Lord in terms of our identity. So I think start from with why is a helpful tool to kind of say, let's start with why we exist as human beings and then figure out identity through that lens. I would say, secondly, uh, one thing that we notice in the scriptures is where it opposes our culture most starkly is that in our culture, we tend to believe that identity is something that we discover from within, right? So I've discovered that on the Myers-Briggs, I'm right INFP or INTJ or whatever it is. I've discovered that I'm an Enneagram 5 or an Enneagram 3 or 9. I've discovered that fill in the blank, any aspect of our identity. We kind of do the look inside and we discover something about ourselves. Truth is found within. In the scriptures, identity is not discovered in that same sense. Identity is received from without, from the outside. And so we're, we're learning as we read the scriptures, you might think that you're this, but actually you're an adopted child of God, right? You're no longer a slave to fear. You might think that you are this, but actually you're more than conquerors because of Christ Jesus, right? We are discovering aspects of our identity, not by looking inside, but we're receiving them from the outside as God has made you X, Y, Z. God has created you in his image. And so none of us will ever look inside and say, wow, I'm created in the image of God. But if we look into the scriptures or we look into the teachings of the church, we will receive an identity from the outside that becomes this why for existing that we can use to, to wrestle with all the different aspects of our identity. That's why I'd say first, start with why. Second, know that in the scriptures, identity is received before discovered. And then third, I would say that identity is a stewardship. And what I mean by that is there are various aspects of our identity and not all of them should be treated the same way. So right, I'm left-handed. That's part of my identity. What do I do with that? I write with my left hand. That's the stewardship, right? Maybe I feel compelled to learn how to be ambidextrous, right? But pretty simple thing. But, right, you might talk to somebody in one of our recovery ministries who might start an introduction by saying, hey, my name is so-and-so and I'm an alcoholic, right? And others might say, well, you need to reject that aspect of your identity. And they might say, actually, no, I'm not going to reject it because it's a real part of me, but I need to steward that. And I'm going to live my life in a specific way, knowing that this part of my identity actually helps me to be destroyed. It doesn't help me to flourish. Where you might say, hey, you know what? I'm an introvert. So what does that mean, right? Does that mean you should run from human contact? No. Or that means you need to know yourself and know what God has called you to do and realize there are going to be areas where you need to stretch yourself to to step into the image of Christ, there are going to be areas where you're like, you know what? That's kind of without outside of my comfort zone. I need to wrestle with the Lord on what to do with this. But the what to do with this is fundamentally a question of stewardship. And so I'd say start with this why. Why do I exist? What does it mean that I'm created in the image of God? Move on to de- to receiving identity from the scriptures and then move into this place of stewardship saying, okay, what do I do with either what I'm hearing from the Lord or discovering within as I compare it and wrestle with the scriptures and Christian living 
any aspect of my identity, okay, this is a stewardship in the sense of, God, what would you have me to do with this part of who I feel like I am? Um, and so I'd say start from there and have some conversations uh, with trusted Christian friends, have some conversations with spiritual leaders, and have some conversations with the Lord about how to steward your identity as you wrestle with what you've received from him compared to the why of why we exist as human beings. I love that image of, you know, juxtaposing receiving your identity versus, you know, searching within. Cause I was even just using that language and I didn't, I did it inadvertently, but like, that's such a good reminder. And so as we go on in this series, we're going to have 30 days. You're going to hear from various members of our staff. Uh, they wrote, uh, such great pieces and they, they read them for you to bring them to life. Uh, we hope that you enjoy listening to them. If you want to read them, hopefully we have the scripts together to be able to, to give to you. And uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing, uh, you know, how this all comes together and uh, how this bears fruit in the lives of our people here at Three Crosses. And so, Pastor Danny, we're going to be uh, having another conversation later on in the series. And uh, we'll meet you at that point and the conclusion. Let's uh, wrap it all up. So, Pastor Danny, until next time. I know. We'll see you guys in two weeks. We'll see you guys in one month. But keep plugging away. Listen every day. There's some good stuff coming up. 